0: Yo, what's up, it's Jamel Gibbs, your family-oriented entrepreneur. Welcome to another business and investing podcast episode. Now, today, we're gonna talk about something a little different than what we're used to talking about on this podcast. Normally, we talk about things business and investing related, obviously, but we're more geared towards real estate investing. Recently, I've been making offers on different types of businesses. Businesses provide cash flow. Things like laundromats and car washes and things like that is what I'm personally looking to acquire, especially right now. Cash flow is king, right? Just like with real estate, uh, I look for rental properties because they provide cash flow on a monthly basis. Same thing with a business. In the same, same way that I acquire real estate, I acquire businesses. So if I acquire a house through seller financing, for example, I would make an offer on a business through seller finance. And I just made two offers on a laundromat on two different laundromats in Charlotte. And both of them had some form of seller financing involved in them. Uh, Or if I'm paying cash, I'm going to pay a percentage of what I feel like the businesses are worth because my cash will be tied up into it. So the same way I buy real estate is the same way I would make an offer on a business. Now, Part of growing your income is to acquire businesses, obviously, right? So in addition to real estate, you wanna be looking to take that money that you're making from real estate, not only grow your real estate portfolio, but you also wanna start considering other aspects of business that you can jump into. And part of that would be online businesses. So we have offline business and then we have online businesses as well. And that's what our special guest today specializes in. Now, I've known Justin for at least five years. Well, about five years, Jay. About five, yeah. About five years, maybe six years or so. But he came and spoke at one of my events about four years ago in Charlotte, and um, absolutely crushed it. But he started a couple of different companies. He just acquired another company, and we're gonna talk about how he's acquiring these companies right now and how you can do the same exact thing to me you you either have to be involved in real estate or you have to be involved in some form of business or do both i recommend doing both so we're going to talk about how justin's acquiring these businesses how he feels about starting a business from scratch versus simply taking over a business and then talk about scaling that business taking it to a whole other a whole nother level people have to remember that businesses Acquire equity in them the same way real estate does, as well. So, to me, if you are investing in real estate, and in addition to that, acquiring businesses, you're really taking advantage of the best of both worlds. So we're gonna get into that today. And another thing I want I want you guys to keep in mind: Justin is known as the course guy, right? Well, at one part of what he does is help people. Uh, disperse their specialized knowledge for profit right it's probably the best way for me to say it (laughs) so (laughs) what you guys can do is literally take what's in your head and somebody out there is going to need what you guys know that's a business but is it the best business for you to step into right now we'll get into all of that today but let me introduce my man justin burns to the call jb what's up man
1: What's up? What's up? What's up, Jay? Glad glad to have me, man. Appreciate you having me on,
0: man. Is is you, you like reaching out to the president to get you on this podcast, bro? <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: man. Here we are, bro. We we yeah, we all I, I, busy, right? But now we now we right, here. Man.
0: Oh man, one of the busiest men I know, man, and I'm and I'm happy for you for that, man. I love it, man. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, man?
1: Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. So again, thanks for having me on. Uh, my name is Justin Burns. I'm actually the founder of a company called Maestro. So we actually are a uh, what's known as a SaaS software as a service uh, platform where creators, experts, speakers, authors, any type of person can really take what they know and actually turn it into a digital product, a you know masterclass. There's so many different names out there for it now, uh, and we actually you know take care of the hosting, uh, and you can actually build an entire online business with. Our platform. I'm also the uh, new founder of a company called Research AI that we just actually acquired. Um, And you know, my specialty for the past you know 12 years has really been in you know really mastering this art of digital. You know, just digital. Like, how do you? um, I remember, man, it was like you know I always tell people this this small story. Like, I'm a boy from the south side of Chicago, right? And up until that point, up until I was probably about 20, man, 22, man, people would always ask me every single time, school teachers, everybody would be like, yo, what do you want to do with your life? And I always be like, I "Man, I don't know. And they'd be like, that was a bad thing. But actually, it was good. <laughs> I'm thinking back on it. It was good because it actually gave me time to really think and process and not really make decisions and go out yeah. and get into school and go into debt, you know? And, and it, it was really good that I waited because around 23, I was sitting at a seminar and I was a, a broke, unemployed salesman. And and I remember the guy said something. He was at the event. He said, he said, man, you know, with online marketing, this is how crazy. This was 2008. I think it was like 2008, 2009. Yeah. He said, you know, this is going to change the world. People are going to buy all over the world. You're going to have customers in Australia, London, Spain. And I was like, I don't know, my eyes just lit up. I was like, wow, like, I ain't never heard anything like that. and I just pointed. My friend was like, why are you pointing? And I said, that's the thing right there. That's my thing. I want to master that. And he was like, all right, whatever. And and so, man, for the past 12 years, you know, we've worked with over 30,000 experts, um, started a tech company from it. It's just been a blessing um, to be able to, you know, um, not really go to college, but also be able to say, "Hey, this is the this is my thing," I, I, and I've been in love with it for the past twelve years.
0: So a seminar started it off for you, man. Just looking for something to do, you know. Started yeah. off as a salesperson and uh, just kind of jumped into the online world at that point, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, where do you feel like the on the online world is right now? You know, versus, that's a good question. Versus back then. Yeah, I mean, it's it's, it's, it's different
1: uh, in a sense that, you know, I always tell people, man, there's pros and cons of everything, right? If you had started back in the day, you would have had a more difficult time, um, you know, getting started because, you know, back from, you know, they call me an OG now. And I see a lot of people, they're like, OG, oh, you know, so <laughs> I've been in the game for, you know, almost over 12 years. And what I back in the day, man, if you wanted to start an online business, you would have had to know a little bit of coding html yep. or you have wordpress you had to stitch it i was just telling somebody this at the table you had to stitch a whole sales page together right <laughs> um now man you got you know you got tools like maestro you got tools you know other tools out there landing page builders man you can i mean with, with literally a couple of days of work you can have a, a, a business up and started. so i tell people um you know the 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 thing nowadays is that of course, you have more competition because a lot more people realize, hey, I can get wealthy online, mm-hmm. but it's still it's still a it's still a period of time. there's still a window that a lot of people don't understand like there's a lot of people who can get very wealthy, and people are becoming wealthier faster. you know we're seeing like we're seeing you know where where people used to tell us, man, it takes ten years to get wealthy, right. You know now these young bulls, they're doing it. You know the these guys that are 21, 22, doing it in a year, yeah, right? They're doing it a right. year. Yep. Um, so and and a lot of that is attributed to the fact of how accessible and how how easier. Not to say it's easy because n- nothing is easy, but I would just say like it's easier to be able to really accelerate your wealth. By having, you know, you could get on here just like you. You're building an audience. You can get on here right now, come up with a digital product idea in literally five minutes, have it out selling it in a week, and then you can have um, you can literally start a YouTube channel or start some type of there's so many different channels that I've seen people. There's a guy, man, I met him two years ago, and he was working at Chick-fil-A two mm-hmm. years ago. He started a uh, 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 advertising agency for about six months, you know, made like half a million to a million dollars in in revenue, and then um, in in about six months to a year, but then he doubled it and said, "Well, other people are asking me how to start one, so I'm gonna you know teach them how to start it." And then he went out and taught people how to start it, and now that business is doing three four million dollars a year, you know. So yeah. that's in two years, man. It's it's crazy. Like it's it's absolutely insane.
0: I know a guy who was busting tables a couple of years ago. He made $40 million over the last couple of years, man, doing the same thing. You know, it's amazing, man. Just specialized knowledge. I started in a course business back in, started in a uh, teaching business, I like to call it, back in 2006. And it was completely different. Like it was, like you said, man, I had to figure out HTML. I had to figure out how to build a website. I had to figure out how to put stuff online. Facebook was just trying to figure things out as well. So, you know, back then it was just different. You know what I mean? Versus today, you got social media. You could literally not even have a course created, right? You could just say, hey, I got this, you know, I got a 12-week program or a six-week program. You could take people on one of these webinar platforms, create the course live, get results, and then package the information and start selling the information. You know what I mean? So, like, you know, somebody on here might be good at, I don't know, uh, working out or... Uh, doing, They might be able to do the most jumping jacks, <laughs> all right? So you can take that how to do more jumping jacks and be able to get leaner or, you know, anything, right? Any How to wash your clothes better, how to make your clothes smell better, anything, right? You can turn anything into a business. Everybody listening to this has something that they that they specialize in or they're better at than someone else. They don't even have to be the best at it, but you understand how it works, and you can actually package that and sell it. You know what I mean? So my question to you is, is it better to start a business or is it better to acquire a business? Because I know you're into acquiring businesses now and, and, you know, you've been through the ropes in both. Is it better to acquire or to start?
1: So I think it's a I think it's a, a twofold answer to that. But I would say mm-hmm. if 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 you're looking to start more so like a digital business, you, you want to start from the place of where it's it's your because it's your knowledge right so you can start that as a business but it's not as complicated as people make it when it comes to if i were to say start any type of other business service business um you know a technology business or any type of like just idea that requires me to kind of build out the platform or something to that extent i would never start it like that was one of the things that i wish as a entrepreneur that somebody would have taught me years ago. I wish I would have slapped. if I would have like jumped back into 2008 and I would have seen my old self, I would come out with my hand and say, boy, don't start that business. Like, you know, I, I would literally say that because the reason being is because what I've learned is that I think a lot of like what, what a lot of entrepreneurs experience is burnout. Right. And mm-hmm. there's something that we don't talk about, which is yep. burnout. And so if you're watching this and you're starting off, it will happen to you. It happens to the best of us. But I think what happens is, is that what entre- like. Th- and this is just th- these are just statistics. Right. Ninety percent of businesses fail. Right. Ninety percent of businesses fail. And you go, well, Justin, like that's not really positive. Well, when you think about when you think about it, um, what is the goal? Like, what? why did we get started in entrepreneurship? And what you'll find is that usually it comes down to, um, you could say all the buzzwords, passion, and all this other stuff. And that's great. But a lot of us do it for freedom, right? We got tired of the machine. We got tired of working for the machine. We want to make a better life for our family. But it's really freedom that we want. That's
0: really what we want. Time and freedom, it's, man. That's what I tell people all the time, bro.
1: Yeah, it's it's, it's all time and freedom. But here's the thing, right? There are... Somewhere, especially if, 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 if this is mostly just for the U.S. though, um, if, if anybody's watching over the world, and I'm pretty sure it's even more in other places of the country. But there's over, I think it's somewhere north of like one to five million businesses um, that are for sale every year and only 10 percent of them sell. Now, when you yeah. think about that, when you think about only 10 percent of them sell. But when people go, Why are they selling it? There are so when you think about what's happening to baby boomers, people want to retire, or some people just get to the point where they just want to sell and they don't want to pass it off to their kids. So what that presents like what that presents is it presents a really, really huge opportunity, which is that there are so many cash-flowing businesses, and you you don't most people say, Well, that's great, Justin. A business is selling for a million dollars. There's also creative ways to acquire com- businesses. Now, let's say you're already like this is what this is also another benefit. The benefit is like basically not starting a business and acquire one that's already doing it. But here's another asset. If you already have a company, you can also add like bolt on what we call bolt on offers. Mm-hmm. Those are things where you don't have to necessarily acquire the whole business. You can acquire a piece of a business. You may want to have a piece. You may want the email list. You may want the Facebook group. You may want the Instagram. So the whole point that I always try to teach even my students is that we've like stopped doing things the hard way, mm. right? Like we as entrepreneurs think we have to work hard and we do, but then there comes a point where you have to transition from being so income focused and being cash flow focused. Right. So, so many people are so income. They're like, I got to make 20 grand. They're like that used to I, that used to inspire me. Like I'd be sitting in the chair like, yeah, because I mean, I was flat broke. But I was like, I can make 20 grand a month. That'd be great. Then I made 20 grand a month. There was another set of problems. Then it was like, oh, I want to make 100 grand a month. And then I made 100 grand a month. And it was like, I made 100 grand a month. And it was like, wait, I got to sit. That's never the focus. The focus is you want consistent cash flow. So one of the things that we could talk about this uh, more in depth is. That's why I actually acquired another business, because I saw a problem in our current uh, business that we just mm. needed it. And I was able to use some creative
0: ways to get that business fairly cheap. So it was more like a bolt on to your existing business, but you just acquired the other the entire other business in order to be able to mesh the two.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, one of the things we can, let's, 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 let's give, let's give some meat. You know what I'm saying? We yeah, can. Yeah. I-
0: so real quick, bro. So, you know, think of a bolt So, so everybody listening to this, if, if we're thinking about a physical location, think of a bolt on being, let's say somebody had a gym and then inside the gym, there was space for a health food restaurant. That's a bolt on to the business. Right. You can do the same exact thing online. So let's let's jump into some of that meat, bro. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, you know, one of the things with Maestro, Maestro is an online course platform. But when you start to really talk, the the greatest thing that you could do to grow your business is to talk to your freaking customers. If you do not have customers, then the best thing to do is to get people into more so like uh, a beta group. With people that you can that like that's one that I always tell people, they go, well, if I don't have customers, then listen, get people in a beta group that can test your product that even if you even if you say sell it for a discount, they still pulled out their credit card. They're your ideal customers. So what we did was, you know, we had a database of over a few thousand customers and, you know, I told my team, I said, before we rebuilt this product, the focus has to be on talking to customers. It has to be and we start you know one of the things is people would join our courses and we would be like man you know one of the most frustrating things is creating course content so then this this discovering this led to two different business models one that was like a seven-figure profit center which is let's do it for them but I don't want to do the work so I put like two three people in place and we start doing courses for them and that exploded because Mm -hmm. people didn't want to do that what you'll find is that People always talk about pricing and all this other stuff. Man, listen, pricing is irrelevant. If you solve somebody's pressing challenge and they want it bad enough, they'll pay you any amounts of money that you want. And so we solved this big problem. Then there was another problem. It was like, okay, well, there's the people who can't necessarily afford to work with us, even though we've really scaled a lot of people's businesses. There's a lot of people who can't work with us. So what about the what do we do for them? Well, there's technology, and so there's uh, there's writers out there where uh, we found one where uh, it was like an artificial intelligence writer where it literally created great copy, and so then we had to discuss. We said, okay, well, we can build it, but then it's going to take us, to get it right, the first version, at least four to six months. I don't want to do that because our focus needed to be on our current platform. So then we went out there, and we started talking to... All the we made a list of all the companies. I had my assistant go out and reach out to all these people, and we knew it was hot because the first six people were like, We're not selling. So he's like, We're on to mm. something. Like, they're not <laughs> selling at all. So it's like we're we're on to something, right? So then, so then I had her um, so then we, we started reaching out to brokers and we built a relationship. Here's the one thing you want to do, especially when you are even thinking about businesses. There are sites like Buy Biz Sell, there's all these sites that sell it. But what you'll find is that those sites are like the aftermarket sites, like meaning like before they ran through their current database. And it doesn't mean you can't find good deals. You can find good deals. But what you'll find is that you want to build relationships with brokers. Right. And so we started building a relationship with a broker. And guess what? He reached out to me. And he said, hey, man, weren't you looking for an artificial intelligence? Right. I said, yeah. He said, well, there's this guy who he has to sell. He doesn't want to sell. But he has to sell because he has a main company that his investors just went through a series A fundraising round. And they're telling him like, he has to sell off any of his side projects.
0: So he, he doesn't want right to- for a second. So mm-hmm. notice the similarities, everybody watching this, right? So again, you guys are more so real estate investors, right? Notice what Justin said, he went to a broker. In the business world, you definitely, you can find great deals through brokers right but he mentioned the stress i talk about distress in real estate if you want to find a deal you got to find a distress right so it could be physical distress or financial distress in real estate in business you're looking more so for financial distress here's a, a seller who had to sell he didn't uh, he didn't wake up in the morning and say hey i'm, I'm thinking about uh, selling he needed to sell that day right so the same thing in real estate you're looking for a seller that has to sell, right? The person that has to sell is willing to be flexible. The person that doesn't have to sell doesn't necessarily provide the the best option for you. So same thing in the business world. Great key point, man. Appreciate that.
1: Yeah, and I had to learn that the hard way. Um, that is, it's like you said, it's the same as real estate, right? Mm-hmm. And so he he pops up with this opportunity and I play around with it. And I'm like, you know, there was some... There were some, you know, things that we needed to change on it. But I was like, overall, I saw the opportunity. So I reached out to the guy. I was like, yo, let's let's jump on. And so usually business deals take a period of time. When well, you got a motivated seller, though, like I'm always about, look, let's do a deal right here, right now. Let's not do it. I don't want to do a three-way, do three-close three call. Like, I want this thing right now. So we got on the phone. I started listening to him and hearing his goals. And um, he was just like, yeah, man, um, here's what I want. And I was just like, hey, how about we do some of this with seller financing? Mm-hmm. Uh, and he was like, OK, cool. He's like, but I do want a little cash up front. And I was comfortable with the cash that he wanted up front. Um, and I made him an offer. And I said, well, he's like, well, we can we can talk later. And I was like, we could, we can do a second call. I was like, listen, bro, I'll be honest with you. I don't want to do a second call like and that that doesn't mean like it, it means this. It means that you have to, you know, and I started really. Re- and it, and it, I learned this in sales, too, when I because we did a lot of high ticket selling. And I was like, you have to be able to listen to what somebody wants and you have to latch on to that. So many people yep. will be like, yeah, you want to do this. But no, like I heard him say he has a certain amount of time to get rid of this because and I said, listen, you're and I regurgitated back to him what he I said, listen, here's the thing. Like right now, your focus is on this bigger business. And this business is take away energy from what you need to focus on. You got this big opportunity with these investors. They're willing to plunk millions of dollars to your company. Dude, let's get this off of your plate right now. And he was silent for like five seconds. He was thinking, he said, all right, cool. Uh You're right.
0: And so you still but got to put the pressure on him, man.
1: <laughs> I, had put the, I had to put the pressure on him. Uh, but he knew I was right. Right. Because people what you'll find is like it's not it's not hypey sales tactics. What you'll find is that and this often occurs in humans, like people, if, if they have to delay a decision, they will.
0: Right. Mm-hmm. And so
1: sometimes you have to get people to make a decision, The decision. And here's the thing. You'll find that majority of people already know the decision that they're going to make before they get off the phone. Yep. right now if it's a you know a, a more complicated deal of course you know they got to talk to their investors that those are understandable but he didn't really have a lot of investors he built it himself so i saw that and was like all right let me put the pressure on so i did it we came to a deal and then we acquired the brand so you know and 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 now uh we're about to relaunch it in the next 30 days i literally redid the software uh the 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 flow of it and the ui of it and then now we're about to start cash flowing it and it was already a cash flowing business but now you know, I'm probably going to get my investment back literally in two months, uh, two mm. to three months.
0: And so and I tell then people all in the green
1: and then I'm all in the green. So I tell people, you know, there's so many and we could talk about it, too, Jay. There's so many different ways. You just have to know there's like 40, 50, probably 100 ways to do creative ways to acquire the businesses. Yep. And even in real estate, you know, even right now, shout out to Jay. He sparked this. I'm, I'm recently getting into real estate and looking at acquiring more properties. And I just said, you know, the first thing I thought was I can go here and chase this deal. I can go here and try to call, do regular. What's going to be a business? And watch this. This is even for you real estate people, right? What's going to be a business that I could acquire that's going to make me be able to get there faster? So that might be a software, Right. Uh, you know, that might be a, a, a business that already has all of this in place. Like they, are, they might. It might be a business that already has a bunch of VAs that's already doing all the calling. They're already trained. Right. So that's the type of way I like to think, man. I like to think outside the box instead of the traditional route.
0: Already bringing in revenue and literally what you're doing, just like buying an apartment building. Right. You're buying cash flow. So when you buy a business, you're buying cash flow. That's what, you, that's what you jump in a business for, right? It's the freedom, yeah. the time, the cash that the business is going to allow you, uh, afford you to be able to do whatever you want with your life at the end of the day, right? So when you guys are thinking about acquiring businesses, which I highly recommend, um, as you build your real estate business, you get good at that, start thinking outside the box, like JB is talking about. What can you do online, right? Can you, can you start building an audience and then... Uh, present something to that audience in order right. to be able to add on to you. It could be a bolt on. So, for example, my YouTube that I have, my podcast that I have, my education platform, uh, my uh, coaching program, all of those are bolt ons to my real estate business, right? Mm-hmm. Still right in the same line of work. So people ask me, what do I do for a living? I say, I make I make money for a living, right? I'm in a real estate business, but in addition to that, I got all these other features of my real estate business, like education and stuff like that, which allows me to bring in more revenue for my business. So you guys need to be thinking of, thinking like this as well. So let's provide our listeners with a, with a step-by-step process, Jay, how can we, how can the average person listening to this podcast right now start making money within a, I mean, cause I honestly think online is probably gonna be a little easier to make money than real estate, to be honest. Um, how can the average person take what they have and be able to acquire some businesses or at least start one? Yeah. So
1: the first step is I think it's easier to start an online business than it is, you know, anything. So before you even think about starting the internet business or acquiring a business, I would say the first step, honestly, is to start at, this, start at the phase of like starting a info business because... Mm-hmm. Even even if I were to acquire another company, I was just telling me and you were talking offline with this, you know, I started a new brand called Profit Ascension and mm-hmm. it's basically going to um, And you. We got to get you on it, Jay, when you talk about real estate, but essentially is going to be talking about s- smart ways to grow businesses and mostly talking about uh, how to, you know, acquire businesses and so the first thing you need to do is really kind of start a brand because what the info business is going to do is they going to give you cash flow because once you I always tell people the whole point like you create a product once you get paid from it over and over and over again the whole right. point of after that is one of the that's why you see a lot of people starting these businesses because they they create it but it also does a couple different things not just about making money like jamel for you for example You've gotten deals off of your YouTube channel, right? You've gotten deals from your people in your course. Like it's so much people don't understand. Like it's an ecosystem that you're building, right? It's not just about let me create a course. The course is the first step. The first, that's the first step. I've gotten deals from, I've gotten people who have offered me stuff, who have led to speaking opportunities that Mm -hmm. develop like so much just from me actually creating a product. So, the first step is you want to just choose a, a like, you want to choose just a brand. Take anything. It can be something at the smallest level. Like, if you guys are real estate, like, niche down. Go into, don't just be like, I'm a real estate professional. Go into, um, I always call it, like, think about, like, you know, there's red oceans, right? Mm-hmm. What mm-hmm. is your blue ocean, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if like everybody's
0: smiling the something like
1: that. Yeah, like, it, it could be, like, Red Oceans, to me, Red Oceans are wholesaling. There's a lot of people talking about it. Mm-hmm. But a Blue Ocean may be, like, so wholesaling, finding- whole, wholesaling for um, entrepreneurs who don't have enough time. Like me, I want to wow. get into real estate. You see what I'm saying? Like, so you can, there's two ways to really create a Blue Ocean. You create something that's not really being talked about, that's an opportunity or you create something that is more like a blue ocean that you can tailor down. You can niche it down. So, like, for example, there's 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 people like me that are entrepreneurs, busy. Like Jamel say, it's sometimes hard to get in contact. I'm just building a tech company. It's very challenging. But... If somebody came to me and said, "Hey man, I got this program where it's either you can make money from wholesaling or buying properties," they're already they're specifically they're not for corporations. They're specifically for busy entrepreneurs. I already have it on your plate. I've already did the now. This I'm giving y'all some. This is I listen. I'm giving y'all some game. (laughs) This is good stuff, man. This is like if somebody came to me and said, "Hey man, listen, I already got the numbers ran for you. Profit. What you could do." I already picked the deals for you. And I'm even going to show you what I'm going to make on it uh, or whatever. Don't even hide that because people don't care about that. they like, yo, if there's some profit in there, you make a little money. I'm going to always do that. I'm going to give you the deals. I got the lenders, everything for hard money. I got them all set up for you on a silver platter. I They're already you. right there. What is that? That's a slam dunk, right? It is, man. So you can could, you could create a blue ocean. Just from that, just from that, from people who want to get into real estate, but they're too busy
0: um, to do it. And so I will first create a go ahead. I was going to say just to put that in perspective for everybody listening. Right. So my blue ocean, for example, right. I wholesale real estate and I do creative real estate. I hybrid. I have a hybrid approach called hybrid wholesaling. You guys know about that. I coined it uh, about a, a little over a year ago. Um, coined the phrase trademarked it and everything like that hybrid wholesaling is is a mixture of wholesaling and creative investing where you can create profits up front uh, uh cash flow every month and profits on the back end right so now in addition to that the the people that i reach out to specifically and this, this goes right along with what you were talking about jb i reach out if you notice I, I talk about being a family-oriented entrepreneur. That's who I am, right? I'm a family guy. I'm an entrepreneur, and I create time and freedom for people just like that. So I'm specifically targeting um, – target is probably a bad word, but uh, I'm specifically reaching out. It's probably a better better use of the word to people who are family-oriented and looking for time and freedom, right? So we, we create the blue ocean that way. Is that about right?
1: yeah yeah and 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 even a part of the blue ocean is it it comes down to your blue ocean comes down to your niche it also comes down to your offer most Mm -hmm. people don't they only think about the niche they don't think about the offer Mm -hmm. like for example last year we dropped we said we want to focus on creators okay that's the niche but then the offer was similar to what i'm talking about the offer was hey look you come out to atlanta we'll get on the call with you the, the so that the biggest challenge like I the, I used the real estate challenge What we did was we said people have a problem coming up with the name for their course the modules for their course you know and building out the content so what if we did all that for you but what if we also filmed it for you? And what if we edited the, the film for you? What if we also gave you a professionally designed sales page written by a multi-million dollar copywriter? What if we set up all the technical stuff? We're literally giving you a biz in the box thing that you can sell. Like It's not cheap, but it's also costing you more by not working with us because we've been doing this for 12 years. That's right. we, did one, we did one guy. One guy took his knowledge of home health care. He had a home, successful home healthcare business. Now, watch this. He literally had no skills. No, he he literally was like, I don't even know about this core stuff. He had 3,000 followers on Instagram. He was he, nobody knew he was. In one year, he did 1.6 million dollars in course sales. Wow, man. Because he was coachable. And literally, because at first he's like, yeah, that's a little bit pricey. But I was like, just imagine the return on investment. You paid us, you paid us what you paid us. But you made $1.7 million. You would have lost out on $1.7 million. And he's actually in our new documentary that we're filming for creators. And well, he talks about this. And so you, he, you want to have a blue ocean. That's step number one. Step number two is you want to literally map out your online program. Uh, at least just brainstorm it out. And what you want to do is you want to start to get feedback on it by pre-launching what we do. Something called pre-launching your program. Yep. You don't want to wait until everything is perfect. Pre-launch it can look like, yeah, a $1,000 program, you taking people at $100 because you just want to get some cash flow in. And then what you right. do is those people come in, it could be three, four, five people. Those people come in and they give you feedback. They say, hey, here's what we don't like. And you teach that, you could literally teach that training live, right? You can teach that training yep. live. And then then you come out with 2.0, then you come out with 3.0, and then you make the sales page fancier. So that's what I would do first.
0: Um That's exactly what I what I was talking about earlier, create the product while you have the client in hand, right? Right. Same thing. Right.
1: Yeah, you you even if it's two or three people, don't don't do it for free because the people like you want to get some type of money up front because then you're getting paid to create the product. And then those people have pulled out their credit card. So they really are interested in what it is you have to offer. So you and know then what, what I want to do. Yeah. And then from there, here's what here's here's the caveat. They're also going to tell you their biggest challenges. And mm-hmm. you see, like Jamel is a student of the game. Like he's sitting there and I'm I'm talking and he's writing things down. Right. He got that right man. <laughs> right like that's that's what that's what I do. Like when I'm when somebody's talking to me and I'm teaching, I'm like, man, I'm writing it down. I'm writing it down, or I'll take a mental note and then come back and listen to the recording later, whatever. Because I'm gonna ask Jim, J- 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 I'm like, yo, I dropped some gems. You drop some gems. I need this recording. I got to go back through it. So, so what they'll tell you is they'll tell you the problems of their experience, and then you're gonna and then you're gonna get more customers who come into your 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 whole situation, and you're gonna go do you guys have this challenge? And they're going to tell you they got the same challenge. And then what what that's going to give you is it's going to give you the ability to then go, instead of you acquiring all these other businesses, then you could go out there and acquire something similar to what your coaching or your program is, right? That's one of the first things. So then what you do is from there, now you've acquired, then what you could do is now you have these customers over here. You're building a brand over here, right? You have customers, so people are coming in. Let's say you start a YouTube channel. Let's say you start a podcast, whatever it is, you got people that are gonna follow you over here. Over here, though, you're not taking you, you you might have started a course because a course is once you get into the flow of it, you create it in 30 days. So that's a that's a that's a fast-paced business. But then right. if you want to scale it up in the background. You're either A, trying to acquire a business or B, you're trying to create affiliate partnerships. So for me, what I do is then, like I said, I started looking for this other business and then I go, man, I can I can do this. And then here's what you do. The way that you can acquire a business, you have to really be good at, in some cases, really being able to you know, know your numbers, right? Know what a business is cash flowing. What is it profiting? Because then, what happens is, is if you have a cash flowing business, like like Jamel said, we had, a, we're actually looking at a few laundromats as well, and it's like people are so looking for the complicated businesses, but there's actually money in the boring. I call them boring businesses. Yeah, They're man. Crazy. Those are
0: the those are the most profitable ones. A lot of people. Those are the ones money, that man.
1: are, you know, those are the ones that are, you know, recession proof. Those are the ones, like I mean, how many people are gonna stop just because a recession is happening? Gonna stop like basically washing their clothes, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) Or washing their car, you know what I'm saying? Like or 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 these businesses, man, that people don't think about. Because imagine if you have, and that's what we're focused on now. We got our tech businesses, and we're gonna go into that. But you have another side of the coin which is just cash flow. But before you get to those businesses, I recommend that you acquire at least. It could be something. There's businesses out there, man, that are a few thousand dollars. People yeah. people are still looking at like, oh, it got to be, you know, it's a million. Like there's businesses out there that are a few thousand. There's there's businesses out there where if you really look at the numbers, even if they're doing half a million to a million dollars a year, the guy, just the person, the woman, the guy wants out. They want out and so they might do something like seller financing where you know you can basically say hey carry this debt back but there's so much there's cash flow in it where you can pay them back and still have a profit and put very yeah. very little money down
0: i think that starting an online business I, honestly is probably much more cost effective much easier yeah. to start it still takes yeah. work don't get it don't get it twisted you still still got to put in that work but I think it's just easier to build online, build the cash up, and then go offline with it, man. Um, another thing, you know, a couple of things that you were, that you were talking about that I I really appreciated. Find if you're going to start a business, make sure the audience wants what you, you're starting, right? So find the audience, then create the product, right? And that's how you can, to me, that's how you kill it. Because if you, it's it's like going fishing, right? If I know if I go to one part of the lake and I drop the bait and there's no fish, then obviously I need to pick up the bait, maybe go to another part of the lake where all the fish are at, right? So same thing. You want to drop the bait, and if you get a lot of bites, you, you can really kill it, you know? So you could do the same thing online. How can you find stuff out like this? I mean, Instagram has everything, right? Go, go to these forums online. Forum's still, still a, a good way to find different businesses. That's what you do right now, J.B.? Yeah, we,
1: you know, what we, so, so, uh, what we focus on is we got the technology maestro, which people can host the online platform, making it super easy to host an online course. Um, we you mentioned
0: add ons too. Add ons yeah, is probably yeah. the best way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So we, you know, some of our add ons are, You know, we have courses that teach people how to build online businesses. Then we also have uh, one of our add-ons is a done for you service where it's like those are the people that say, look, I got this cash flow. I don't want to wait six months, a year to drop a course like you guys just do it for me. You guys. So last year we we literally created over 80, uh, almost close to 100 courses that we we delivered. It was absolutely. Yeah. So it's close to 100. And it may not sound like a lot, but like in that realm of filming, editing, doing all that, and we and we have a lot of them who have went on to be multi seven figure businesses. Like it was just amazing. So, you know, we that's one of our bolt ons, and then we have now research AI that we're trying to scale. But our focus is going to be more so on as we start to come. You know, we're we're releasing a new version of our platform Maestro. We are working on for a year. Uh, and so we put a lot of time, effort, and energy into that. So that's going to be uh, one of our big focuses coming up in, uh, in, this, in this next quarter. So,
0: Got it. Got it. So look, guys, at the end of the day, what we're trying to convey here is you have to, number one, don't be afraid to buy into existing businesses, just like you would buy an existing house, right? To me, if you're trying to start a business, it's like building a house from the ground up. When you're looking to acquire a house, buy a house at a discount, you can find distress. And that's kind of what you're looking for in businesses as well. So this is a great diversification play for you, right? So if you if you are in the real estate business, if you're making money right now, you want to start diversifying what you're doing. And me personally, I like to buy cash flow, right? This is the one of the greatest ways to buy cash flow, real estate and businesses. When you combine the two, you'll be unstoppable, right? So, um, number one, uh, JB said to start online, start building up a brand for yourself. And you might be nervous in the beginning. That's fine, right? But you got to start somewhere. Nobody can become... There's an old saying, you can't become great. I'm going to chop this up because I'm not sure exactly how it goes. But basically, you can't become great if you never start. But if you... How does it go, man? If you start, if you start, you 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 could be, you have the potential to become great. But if you don't start, you'll never be great. Something like that. Yeah. Right? And I even want to, I want to add on
1: to that before we even, you know, and, and this is just lessons that I wish somebody would have taught me. Mm-hmm. Um, man, do not try. There is no such thing as creating perfect content or Thank creating you. perfect perfection. I wish that I would have told, again, I, I'm i going to start, a. I'm a it's going to be a show, I'm actually, we're doing some creative stuff, so I let it out the bag, because we got a new show coming called Profit Ascension, and it talks about me kind of t- talking to my old self, and like going, man, self, uh, what would you do, and it'd be like, no man, um, make sure that it's not perfect, like don't, try to create perfect like perfect content do not try to create freaking perfect content and the second thing is like like consistency is going to be the key like i wish that i would have literally created if i had to go back and talk to my old self, i say i wish man that you would have created hundreds and hundreds of videos no matter how bad you looked because I will be so further ahead, and I'm telling you, this is this is how you get good. And it was like a guy we are we're, we're actually filming a documentary right now about creators and and uh, the creators economy. And it's gonna drop. It's gonna drop in about thirty days. So I'm excited about it. It'll probably be out um, by the time you guys see this. And and one of the things we we said in the video, the guy we were talking, and uh, my right hand guy was on set, and he goes, "That's one take, Johnny." And then we just start doing, it. we start doing, we start doing the cut, and it just—I—I I went through the cut real fast. I was like, man, what? Is, like, how are you so good in front of the camera? I said, man, because I started bad, yeah. I started terrible, where I used to stutter and my eyes would go to the back of my head, like I was having a twitching moment. Same And, hit, man. and, and, and it's like, you know, you just make sure, man. You don't—you don't have to be perfect. Just get started.
0: Yeah, that's right, man. Zig Ziggle. I found a quote, man. It says. You don't have to be great to start, but you have to start to be great. So I chopped that all up, but that's basically what I wanted to say. I found a quote online. Zig Ziglar thought that was a dope quote, man. But yeah,
1: uh, shout out to Zig, man. That was that was uh r- R.I.P. Man. He was he was definitely one of my first uh,
0: first mentors when I got started. So wow, man. So look, man. Um, there's a lot of information we could cover, man. We might have to get you back because it's going to turn into a two hour two hour course man <laughs> but um if our listeners wanted to get in contact with you man how how should they do that
1: yeah so if you want to get in contact with me you know our company is maestro so it's m i e s t r o.com that's our uh, main platform but um the fastest way man is hit me up on the on the insta Insta, Instagrams, not the fake profiles. You know, they're creating all these fake profiles and influences. Uh, I just sent but, you one
0: the other day, man. Yeah, you did.
1: I said, I said, oh, man, people are like you done made it, man. You got fake profiles. <laughs> uh, my exact profile is CEO Justin Burns. CEO J U S T I N B U R N S. You can hit me up on the Insta. Uh, just reach out, man. I'm always, you know, uh, just trying to connect with really awesome people. If you got any deals, hit me up because I'm looking for all type of business deals to buy. It's a good deal, uh, real estate deals. But mostly, man, my focus is just really on, um, you know, just just really getting to that place of uh, growing our tech company. You guys can, again, if you're trying to start your knowledge, get your knowledge out there, man, This look no further than Maestro. Uh, definitely sign up for a 14-day trial and and try us out.
0: That's it, man. 14 day trial of maestro.com. I'm going to be sure to link that in the description box. CEO Justin Burns, I'm going to link that in, uh, in the description box as well on IG. Definitely check them out and make sure you guys are not following those fake accounts. I got a couple of those out there as well, man. So I know how it feels. So usually when I know somebody personally and I know it's a fake account, I reach out because uh, that could get annoying, man. Out here scamming people. You know, so. Uh, with that being said, bro, are you reading any particular books right now? Any books that helped you come up? Yeah, man, I'm. I'm. Um, I'm reading a few books right now. Actually, uh, sometimes I can
1: get to a point where I'm reading damn near three books at one time. Um, because I just love knowledge a lot, man. So I'm actually reading a book. Um, it's called Scaling Up. Um, more of a. Uh, it's sort of a a challenging read. Way. Uh, so scaling up and then it's one that I'm actually reading and this will actually be good for your listeners, too. There's actually a really good book um, that a homie of mine, let me pull it up on my phone for two seconds. Uh, it's called uh, it's called a uh, really, really good book about how to buy businesses it's called Buy Then Build.
0: I got uh, that Walker, one, too. <laughs> yeah, <By laughs> Build, uh,
1: Walker Diebel, man, that was a, that's a really good book because he really mm-hmm. breaks down. Um, how to you know just how to think differently about buying businesses so it's it's a it's a it's a really good read
0: cool cool man i'm gonna definitely link those in the description box as well man and if you had to provide our listeners with some last words of advice what would it be
1: yeah man just you know we all know that life can be challenging right and and the biggest thing though is you don't know how much potential is inside of you and the difference is is that your storms are never going to get away cash is you know make listen make him like they say the saying goes money ain't going to fix all your problems but it damn sure it'll take care of enough of them right <laughs> so so you know the biggest thing managers focus on building legacy focus on building something that you can build for years so even though we're talking about making money the biggest opportunity that exists today is dedicate the next 10 to 20 years to just a singular focus whether it be buying businesses whether it be real estate whatever it is don't hop around from thing to thing to thing right mm-hmm. focus on people even even jamel like man you somebody hit me up years, today man. yeah some some people some people hit me up what's that like i want to say one a, a a guy who i recently talked to i haven't talked to him about six i mean five years i started maestro about five years ago he said man you still doing that maestro thing and i said absolutely that's right um and I'll be doing it probably for a good three, four years before I sell it for a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I said, you know, like you want people to know and they respect you when they know yeah. that you're in the same line of bit like Jamel. He's been doing real estate. I know if I hit Jamel up in five years, he's still going to be doing he might be doing other yeah. stuff. But I know he's still going to be doing real estate. Right. So I know that that plants a seed in my mind, which is. If I want to talk to somebody about real estate, I'm going to hit up Jamel because I know that he is a master of like the game. He wants to master that. If somebody hit me want to hit me about technology, they know I've been doing it for six, seven years full time with all the bumps and bruises that I have when it comes to software. They'll hit me up about that. So, you know, I would just say, man, master the game. Go out there. Get it done. Push past the pain and just watch how your life unfolds.
0: Love it, man. 20 years in the game for me, man, and I had somebody contact me recently, man. He said, um, he, he just contacted me. There's a guy, a younger guy that I know. He said, man, I got to tell you, man, I respect you so much because no matter if the market is good or not, you don't fold, man. You stick to what you do, and that's it. And that's, I, I believe greatness comes from being consistent over time, man. So, um, like you said, man, you've been doing it for seven years. Technology-wise, I know who to contact right? Real estate wise, you know who to contact. So you guys, in order to be great, like Jim Rome said, um, you have to start to be great. But if you never start, you'll never be great. So uh, you have to start and be consistent. And at the end of the day, um, that's what's going to change your circumstances. Great podcast, my man. I appreciate you jumping on today, man. I appreciate you for having me, man. Stay up. Yeah, man. But at the end of the day, guys, look, this has been the one hundredth episode of the Business and Investing Podcast. One hundred episodes, man. It's a special episode, then. And uh, yeah. my man Justin, do I Byrne, get, a, do, I get a, do I get a prize, baby, for being one hundred? <laughs> you get you get the plaque, man. You get a bottle. Of, you get a bottle. Any bottle of choice, just for being on, right? <laughs> but um, yeah, man, we appreciate you guys supporting this podcast. We appreciate you. Um, uh, just supporting, um, the movement that we're going in, the direction that we're going in right now, and looking forward to helping more and more entrepreneurs, uh, go from where they are to where they want to be and creating time and freedom in their businesses. Hope you guys enjoyed today's podcast. Do me a favor. If if you're watching this on YouTube, like it, subscribe, click to the channel. Also leave a comment. Let me know what you thought about this. What's some ideas that you have that you want to start implementing using maestro.com. Make sure you check that out as well. If you're listening to this on the podcast uh, platforms, Apple, Spotify, whatever, uh, make sure that you, uh, number one, go over to YouTube so that you can see uh, the video version of this. Make sure that you share this with all your your peoples as well and uh, continue to uh, remember that in order to be great at something, you got to get started. So start right now. Take massive action in order to get massive results. We see you guys on the next one. Peace.